Because at the end of the day, we are limitless beings, but we have been taught to put limits on ourselves. We have been taught to believe that we can't be capable of more, that we can't be capable of having more, of doing more, of being more, of being embodiment of more. Welcome to The Reconnection Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Shelton, international Akashic Records reader, spiritual teacher, writer, and blogger. On this podcast, I will provide you with channel teachings, tools, and support so you can embody your highest self, break through blocks, and tune in to your heart. I am here to guide you to reconnect and realign so you can grow and glow. If you are inspired by what you hear today, please leave a review of the show and share this episode on social media. Also, check out the Reconnection Social Group on Facebook. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Reconnection. What's going on, my sexy souls, my hooligans, my fellow hodags? What is cracking of the lacking? Well, hopefully not lacking. <laughs> See, I should be like a news anchor. I feel like I'd like nail the voice. I feel like I'd be really good at it. And plus, I love being on camera. So <laughs> there actually was like this Discovery World thing where it's like a, basically like a science museum. And there was like a specific newsroom thing where you could do that. You could do the behind the scenes or you could be like in front of the camera. And a little 13, 14 year old me was very insecure so I tried doing the behind the scenes. If you would have saw me doing before the scenes, you'd be like, girl, get off, get off the stage. But here I am now, and now I'd be a freaking killer. I'd be a killer as a newsacre. And I would have so many new news fans. <laughs> What are they even called, y'all? So many watchers, so many viewers of the nightly news. Because they would just be like, wow, she's so good at her job. <laughs> so I did not come here to talk about my potential news anchor show. I came here to chat about being a great-ass human. No, I'm joking. But I came here to talk about a few things that the records have shown me over the past few days. And I just get this pull to make an episode. And when I get those intuitive pulls, it's something always beautiful comes from it. And something with our intuition that kind of gets confusing for people, especially if you're new to this space, is that we expect our intuition to be this giant envelope of like, oh my god, sparks are flying, blah, boom, boom, blah, boom, boom, like all those noises going on in the background. You feel the surge in your body and you're like, yes, yes. And it's just sometimes it's not that. <laughs> and let's just be real oftentimes it's not that oftentimes it's this subtle feeling maybe it's this inner knowing and maybe it's just this like it's something that piques your interest you're like ooh, I want to follow that more that can be as simple as your intuition or maybe it's just a name pops in your head and you're like oh maybe I should check on that that's your intuition my friends and it's a lot of times it's not this like grand big thing that so many of us think of it as or maybe we're taught to think of it as or people are just like yeah I have this like 
intuitive hit that I did this and you're just like oh my god why am I not getting those and it's like you are getting those it's just like you were not taught to learn from your body and communicate with your body and how it shares that information with you and so I just wanted to say sometimes it comes in in as those subtle things it might not be that crazy loudness that you might have seen in the movies it might not be those hell yeah I need to do that it just might be a Ooh, I'm interested in that. I'm going to I'm going to look that up. I'm going to follow that. And it can be really just as simple as that. Which is really important to recognize because we do get bombarded with so much information on our day-to-day lives that on how we should act, how we should receive what's going on, whether that be the news, whether that be someone you follow on Instagram, whatever it may be. And it's always this constant information flooding us, almost like flooding our brain, flooding our gates. And it's causing this kind of disruption. Right now, I'm being shown. (laughs) The closest thing I can, like, compare it to is, like, Noah's Ark. So picture a giant flood. It's being flooded into your brain. And everything else is kind of, like, she's gone. She's kind of been taken away with the water. And... They're wanting you to connect much deeper to the root of yourself and create your own information and kind of tune out all these people because when you have all this information being literally flooded to you, it creates this like blanket, this still water where you're not able to see the surface, you're not able to see yourself. So they're saying, cut that out, my friends cut that out (laughs) or reduce how much information, how much news, how much TV, how much whatever it is that you intake. So then you can better have your own. So there you go. See a little channeling happening already. It's so important. You know what I mean? And listen, this ability did not happen like overnight for me. I was like, oh my God, I don't think it's ever going to happen for me. And then once I started again doing that, I cut up a lot, cut up. I'm not a serial killer. I'm not a murderer, but I cut off a lot of people on social media that I was following. And that's a huge thing I promote because when you have all that information going at you, you kind of just start looking to everybody else, especially if you don't believe that you can trust in yourself. So yeah, watch what you're taking in because it does influence the way you think. It shapes how you think about yourself, how you think about the world, how you think about other people. And yeah, just go from there. So enough of that. (laughs) But what I wanted to come on here and share was that I want to talk a little bit about our furry friends, our little animals that we have with us. And for quite some time, I've had this feeling, just looking back at my own life and my own experience with having pets, is that they come in at a specific time and they serve a certain purpose for you. I know for my one dog who recently passed away, she came in during a really pivotal time in my family's life and really was almost like this healing aspect for for like everyone. It was just this bundle of joy during this time of chaos, this time of not that greatness. And so recently, I was in the records and all of a sudden in my energetic field pops up this like 
dog energy. And I was like, okay, maybe that means a new dog is coming in. I know my family wants to get a new one at some point. So maybe that just means that there's a spirit ready to come in and be like, what's good? I'm here. Let's do this thing. Let's be a family and reunited. And so I was like, okay, strange. I told my sister about it and she's like, okay, you know, they don't really understand what I do, but they're just like, sure. Okay. Yeah. We'll support you, I guess. <laughs> and so I kid you not, like a day passes and guess what kind of dog my sister sends me literally the one that was in my f energetic field literally the same one my friends and I was like what the heck what the actual hello and, <laughs> and yeah so we're going to be looking at the dog soon my other dog has to get updated on shots and whatnot because those are the rules for when you adopt another animal at least that I'm familiar with and yeah so that's going to be happening we're going to be reunited and I was like why did this dog come to me like what is their purpose for coming to our family and apparently at least what they told me was that they are here to be like a catalyst for growth they're here to be kind of this grounding force so that is going to be something beautiful to look forward to and once this little furry friend comes into our lives I'll let you know and if it doesn't then you won't know and I'll just have had a dog come into my life and we could have went down that timeline or we could have not and that's something else that I want to talk about <laughs> is these different timelines that we have I've talked a lot about how our heart is this portal it's this beautiful hub of information it's this place where all of our di po different possible timelines or different paths can be in it's also the place where our highest spectrum of ourself is. It's also the place where our lowest spectrum of self is. That version of you that may be, I don't know, whoever your b biggest fears are. It's them. <laughs> and it also contains our ancestral wounds. It contains our past lives. It contains our access to different dimensions and different beings and communication with them. So it's this beautiful hub of this information in this place that we can access at literally any time and it's really a guiding force on how we can act in our day-to-day -day lives and so when we think of these timelines sometimes we have this beautiful vision of what our life is going to be we might have this huge plan we might have this grand master list of everything that we want everything that we want to do which is good to have i'm not like dissing that i'm uh, not like girl you shouldn't have that but <laughs> that's my voice i use for my other dog okay but anyways <laughs> so we all have these different paths that we can walk on we all have these different timelines that we can almost kind of go from in between right now i'm be being shown an image of you know like hopscotch but picture all these like lines you're standing on this one line and all of a sudden you hop over into this other line that's in front of you like a foot in front of you and you can keep doing that you can bounce around on these different timelines and they're going to take you into different aspects of your life and where you can go and 
you know, we all have the opportunity to do that. So for example is, say you are married. Maybe you want kids, but you don't, maybe you're having infertility issues. And a few different possible timelines for that is, you could get a surrogate, you could adopt, you could choose not to have kids, you could get divorced, you could become a stronger than ever couple. There's just so many different ways that this could happen and manifest itself. And a lot of it depends on how you're operating right now in your life. How are you choosing to show up? in your life and what is it that you want and there's no really good or bad thing but you can always move towards the one that is most vibrationally aligned with your heart and what you have to do to do that is to really become in tune with what it is saying what it is communicating to us and not run away from it because sometimes when we hear those messages they might not be what we want to hear we might hear things that you go, <laughs> no, that's that's not what I planned for my life. Um, I'm going to do something else. That does not sound like something I really want to do. I know when I first started doing inner work, I really wanted to be a vegan food blogger. I've talked about this a few times, but I really wanted to do that. And if anyone told me differently or if anyone said something differently I was very resistant to hearing that I was very scared to try something different try something new because it wasn't on this path or timeline that I created for myself and so by doing that I created a lot of resistance and I was blocking myself from really tuning in or hearing any messages or really accelerating into my life because it was something I didn't want to hear it was something I didn't want to recognize in myself that what I was going for was not really correct. And if I would have stayed on that timeline, you you never know what could have happened. Maybe it would have happened. Maybe I would have been that big food vegan food blogger. I can tell you right now, I'd probably be <laughs> not that happy because if, you, if you're a food blogger, you know that it's a lot of work. <laughs> it is like literally the probably one of the hardest, like, blogging like niches niche however you say it I don't know that you can choose because you have to come up with the recipe you have to photograph it you can do a video with it and then you also have to write the post you have to write the recipe like it's a lot to do and at the time I was making like three four recipes a week and it was and I didn't really care for it that much I enjoyed the photography aspect but of anything else I was like mm, next but still I kept pushing on to this because this is the path that I chose to create. And and like I was saying, if I chose to keep on with that, maybe I could have just ended up nothing working. I give it all up in general and then I just end up, I don't know, getting a job in finance or some, something of that nature. And so there's all these different timelines that we're able to jump out jump across that we can jump into and that we can step into. And a lot of them are hold on I'm channeling information right now a lot of them when we're taking these steps and we're jumping between them are leading us to this higher state of self so each timeline that we go on to it can either take us to this new 
next level version of selves almost like we're on this like escalator moving higher moving forward or even though it can seem like we're going backwards even though it can feel like we're not getting anywhere but they're saying keep moving up the escalator because when you go into these places when you level up that's when things really shift that's when things really change and it can be difficult especially when you're moving across these levels and you're moving across these timelines because you're having to almost shed this whole layer of who you were and who you projected yourself to be and move into this newer state where you have this different mindset where you have these different goals where you have these different outcomes from it and so they're saying keep moving forward with it even if it feels like you're progressing backwards and allow all of these beliefs these limiting things to just fall off of you like a snake shedding its skin and that's what's happening there's so much channeling happening <laughs> in this episode see this is what happens when you listen to your intuition and you just sit down and you start recording magical things happen which leads me into my next transition of a message that came through when I was on a walk I decided to pop my little head into the records say what's good what's gucci what's crack a and going on and one of the things that really came through was they said this let me hold on let me get out my notes where i wrote it down otherwise i might mess it up and i don't want to mess it up for you i want you to be like wow that was some magic that was just blessed in my ears you know what i mean you want to be blessed with that magic can you tell i'm stalling here I am okay I got it up so I went into the records and they shared you hold the magic in your hands but when you hold on to it you don't allow it to flourish I'm gonna have that let you soak that in and I'll repeat it again you hold magic in your hands but when you hold on to it you don't allow it to flourish. So this can mean quite a lot of things to a lot of people. But for me, I uh, want to share my takeaway from it, even though yours may be different. But that's what's going to happen. The records are like a book of poetry, my friends, and you might interpret it one way and I might interpret it in another and that's beautiful and that's amazing. So the way I took this was, is that sometimes when we want something so bad, we forget to release it. We kind of hold on to what could be. We try to hold on to that feeling. We try to hold on to that glimmer of magic that we saw for an instance and just grab onto it and be like, oh, I got to keep it otherwise it won't come back. I got to keep it otherwise it won't come back to me. It won't flow back. It won't have this loop back to me. And when we do this, we're holding ourselves back in a way. We're not allowing ourselves to just let it go and know and have that knowing, have that deservingness of it that it's going to come back to us in that natural rhythm and that natural flow and when we allow things to flow in that natural rhythm that is when we're able to 
just really be in tune with ourselves and be in tune with the rhythm of the universe. And I don't know if you've ever been able to tap into the energy and how it moves. And if you even just like avert your eyes or move them a certain way, you can see the vibrational pattern of the earth, how it moves and it goes in like these waves and it's consistently flowing. It's consistently moving. So when we try to hold on to a piece of that, we're taking that piece of the puzzle. We're kind of grabbing that rope in and we're saying, no, it's mine. I don't believe. I don't trust in what is next. I don't trust what is coming through to me next. And so we hold on to it. So what if you were to release it? What if you were to open your palm and say, I release it. I know that more of this beautiful magic is coming back to me. More of this is coming through to me. Instead of saying, I need to hold on tight to it because I don't believe it's possible. I don't believe that there will be a next. I don't believe there will be more. And so, a lot of this can be built on what we were programmed and what we were showed to do as kids, what we were showed to believe. But these things, we don't need to hold on to them. We don't need to hold on to them or wear them as a badge of honor or wear them as a tattoo because when we do this, we are saying, I do not trust. I do not trust you. I do not trust myself. I've worn this badge, I have worn this pain, I have worn this thing, and I want to hold on to it because it's what I've known. It's what I've been shown. But again, like that snake, we're being asked to release them, we're being asked to shed it, allow it, and move it through us. Because when we are connected with this energy, it's consistently moving through us. We're consistently getting messages. We're consistently growing. We're consistently flourishing. But when we put a halt, when we put a block over our head and say, no, I do not believe I can receive anymore. No, I do not believe that I am loved. No, I do not believe that I am worthy or capable of doing this. We stop that flow. And then we begin to ask ourselves, why am I stuck? Why am I still here? Why is nothing working? Why am I still going in round and round and round in these circles? Why am I still moving into the same place? Why am I walking on this treadmill when I thought I've been running a marathon? It's because we put this block on ourselves so we can stop ourselves from receiving, so we can stop ourselves from tuning into our deepest selves, from tuning into that moment, from tuning into your heart. Because we've been taught that we can't trust it. That it could be too good to be true. And they're telling me right now. They want you to activate your crown. They're showing like these little stars coming out of it. And I kind of forgot what I was talking about. We went on a very high note. And now I'm just like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Ah, yes, I remember. So how do we move out of this? How do we allow this flow back into our life and to flow like a river? That was one of the themes that came through on May's lesson, was flowing like the river, allowing it to move with us, allowing ourselves to move with it, instead of standing still in it. We want to move with it like we're in a lazy river. 
and just allow ourselves to be guided, allow ourselves to be moved and taken with. How can we release that control? And these are all questions we have to ask ourselves and find out on that personal level. What does that mean to you? What does that mean to you? What are you blocking from that energetic place? Where are you saying, nope, I have to be cut off here. I cannot receive anymore. Is that in your relationship? Do you think you can only receive an X amount? Is it in money, in your career? Do you only think you can achieve to this certain amount? Is that what you've been able to see? What is it for you? Because at the end of the day, we are limitless beings, but we have been taught to put limits on ourselves. We have been taught to believe that we can't be capable of more, that we can't be capable of having more, of doing more, of being more, of being embodiment of more. And so we put these conditions on money, on love, on ourselves. And we choose to see them as our truth. We choose to see them as what is capable. So we end up creating these experiences based on these limits, based on these conditions. And with these experiences, we be then begin to say, oh, it must be true. I've never seen anything else. I've never seen anything different. And they keep telling me to remind you that you are a cosmic being and you are in a body and there's so much more that we're only tapping into and they're showing me like, imagine your fingers, imagine your thumb and your forefinger almost touching. That's how much we've tapped into. <laughs> and they're saying you need to be allow it to grow. You need to allow it to flourish from you. And with that, <laughs> I am going to leave you there. I swear, whenever I like do channeling or I'm on a podcast recently, I feel I'm very chill. I'm very feeling very chillaxed. So if this message resonated with you, let me know. Hit me up on the IG at I am Elizabeth Shelton on Instagram. And make sure to join the Facebook group, Reconnection Social <laughs> Community Circle, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, until next time, my friends. Peace out. So that is it for today's episode. If you listen and like the Reconnection podcast, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. It helps me so much and helps people find the show. You can also find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Pinterest at a Willow Soul for more content. And until next time, bye.